0: Hey, it's Josh Williams, and welcome to another episode of the One Man Podcast, episode number 80. As a matter of fact, for Wednesday, November 21st, 2018. How's it going, onesies? You guys having a good week so far? The snow is continuing to fall in Ottawa, and it's looking... Ever so much more like the Christmas season or the holiday season, if the word Christmas upsets you. And I, I, wow! I'm going to start the con, (laughs) I'm going to start the podcast off with controversy right away. Fucking stupid. I'm not going to get into it. I'm just joking. I've never been a person who's had a problem saying happy holidays. It's not a fucking war on Christmas. You know, just say what works for you. You know, season's greetings. We've said that for years and no one ever got upset, but now happy holidays. Everyone's like, the fuck is that? All right. I didn't have a problem with season's greetings. All right. But don't bring that fucking alliteration bullshit in your happy holidays two H's. Yeah. What are you a fucking poet? Hmm. Jesus wasn't a poet. You hate Jesus. Um, so anyways, <laughs> uh, it's looking, uh, it's looking like the holiday season. I'm going to turn me down. I'm, I'm, I'm like fucking hot. I'm blowing the, the, the levels right off here. Sorry about that guys. Of course, all phonics should take care of that and get us to a point where you won't even notice that it'll just be me outing myself for my shitty tech skills. Welcome to the one man podcast is the point I'm trying to make guys. Uh, (laughs) welcome onesies, welcome people listening all over the world. Uh, the numbers, the podcast have gone up, uh, significantly really appreciate you guys listening again. It feels quieter and quieter because I haven't received an email in a while and I know we're all out busy living our lives, but we'll get to that a little bit later on. Um, but there's been spikes in this. I got, I get downloads coming in hot from California, from Sweden, um, other parts out West in Canada. I just, uh, I want to say thank you to everyone who's listening all over the world. Um, you know, China's going crazy. Japan's going crazy, man. I'm big in Japan. You know what I'm saying? Um, so <laughs> I just wanted to say, no matter where you are, I talk a lot to, uh, you know, Canada and the state stuff. I just want to say, I appreciate you wherever you're listening. Thank you so much for being a part of the Women podcast. And what's the best way for me to know that you're out there. Well, why not send me an email, right? I'm bitching about no emails contact at one man podcast.com and you could say, Hey Josh, my name is so-and-so and and I'm listening from boom. And then whatever else you want, or just, just that's it. You can say, hi, you don't even have to you can even put it, you know, don't, don't mention this in the podcast. I'm kind of shy. I just wanted to say hi so that you know, I'm out there, you know, and that would make me smile, but regardless guys, I got a lot of stuff to talk about. I did some shows. I did an event called we day. I saw, uh, I went to a comedy show at a, at an arena, Doing some uh, some liquor store promo stuff for the holidays. Man, I got a lot to talk about. I'm going to try to get to it quick, all right? Because there's all sorts of other fun things that I tell you. I got an idea for a new segment, huh? Uh, can't wait to tell you that. Um, so let's just bang this out real quick, okay? Because I got another, I, another show. Last week, all right, I chatted with you guys, and I had a show to do as soon as the podcast was over. And I managed to make that shit on time. Oh, yes, I did. Why? Because I'm a professional, but not a professional professional. You know what I mean by that? I'm a professional and since I'll be there, I'll be on stage, but I'm a professional that I, I show up half an hour early. I do normally, uh, not last week. So I, I ran in the door as the show had already started, but I was on later in the show. They knew I was there. I communicated with them. Communication is important in any relationship, including a business one. I don't know why I'm talking so fast. I'm not high or drunk, but I think I'm feeling like, what are we now? As always, I'm recording this on Tuesday guys. It's 10 to six and I would love to be done this by seven 30, which means You know, Josh, you really planning on an hour and 40 minute long podcast? I'm not planning on it. I'm never planning on it. But do I get there all the time? (laughs) You bet your ass. Right. Do any of you guys think like I'm an arrogant prick? That's just like this fucking asshole loves the sound of his own voice. I don't. I just, I I tell the things that I think are relevant, the things that I think you may be interested in hearing. And, uh, and I I tell you every week, I want the podcast to be 30 minutes. You know, I feel like I have a million things to do that. I don't want to be up late, you know? I'd much rather be masturbating, but guess what? I can't share that with you. You know, it's, uh, there's not enough to go around when I'm all done. Gross. Why would you say that? Um, (laughs) that's so fucking stupid. I'm so sorry, guys. You know, four minutes in, should I start over? No, I don't do that. First couple times back in the early days. All right. Back in the single digit episode numbers, there'd be some times where I'd start talking to myself and I go, well, this is stupid. And I'd hit stop and I'd erase it. And we're talking only like four or five minutes. And I, I had a, I had a, a, a policy, you know, if I start, to say you know, 10, 15 minutes, I'm not throwing that kind of time away into the void, never be heard again, but two, three minutes stumble on the opening intro. Yeah. I'd start it over. Fuck that. Now, now I don't care, you know, 80 episodes in more than a year, still on time. God damn it. That's the one thing, right? I can't even show up for my own shows, but I will show up for you guys free of chore charge <laughs> on your doorstep that's what it was a charge and door came together and made new words but uh on your doorstep the next morning metaphorically speaking ready for you to consume anyways lots of stuff to talk about this week um last week i went to do that spot at absolute comedy and i had a great time i did a, uh, eight minutes of relatively new stuff so strengthening and polishing up some other stuff and uh, adding some new lines some new tags some new angles Uh, to, to a bit, it went absolutely fantastic. Everyone was telling me like, dude, are you serious? That was some new shit and you just crushed with it. And, uh, I gotta say it doesn't happen very often. And I, I'm not the kind of comic who'll go out and talk about how well I did if I didn't, but last week was a great boost to the self-esteem. And I'll tell you guys, honestly, after the podcast that I put out and some of those low things like low points and, and dark places I was talking about, that was exactly what I needed. I needed to go out there just with some stupid ideas in my head And have people go like, that was fucking awesome. So it makes me feel good. Maybe I am on the right path. Who knows? Um, But that went great. On Wednesday, I got to work with my buddy, Chris. Chris, the regular writer inner of the, (laughs) the regular guy who writes into the podcast. My buddy, Chris, he'll talk about board games, about braided cord and things like that. You guys listen, you know, Chris emails in hasn't for a while, but that's okay. He's a regular contributor. Well, my buddy, Chris, and I worked at an event called We Day and This event was uh, basically weed Day. I don't know if you guys can hear me peeling the fucking label off my bottle of water. It's taking a long time because it's a sticker. It's a Fiji sticker. That's right. I drank the good shit. I may have mentioned this last week, actually. So expensive, I think I'm going to just treat myself to a bottle of Fiji only on podcasts. You know, when I'm working for free, goddammit, I drink the good stuff. Keep my whistle wet with the finest. Uh, So... We day is like, uh, it's like an inspirational day for kids. They get sort of all sorts of kind of, uh, public speakers and motivational people and inspirational people to come and talk. And can I, you know, you can go online and check. I didn't remember any of the names. The only one I remember who was there was the, uh, the guy from good life, the, the CEO of good life, who's got all of his stupid ins- inspirational quotes all over the walls of good life. Gyms all over the place. I, uh, David Patchell Evans, I can't shit on him cause a good life takes decent care of me. They, They got me a membership or whatever. They take care of me. And, uh, and I've never met this patch 11s guy. I know his quotes are stupid. I will say that if this ever gets back to him, your quotes are fucking stupid. They look like someone who's trying to make up quotes so they can paint them on the wall. But having said that, he may be a very nice man. He may be, he's definitely a very successful businessman. And, uh, you know, he might be a sweetheart. He might be the kind of guy who gives me a big hug and says, Josh, come on out for dinner. Your whimsical tales of day-to-day woes and highs, uh, entertain me to no end come let us eat fine meals whilst you complain about their minor imperfections who knows i don't know if the fuck this guy lives his life like but uh so i went there and what we were doing was we were doing um I guess we were getting kids engaged in answering questions. So we are working for Ford. I don't know how much of this I'm allowed to say, but I don't give a fuck if I get in trouble for it. I'm, I'm doing nothing but bo- boosting po- Ford. So Ford's a, a big partner of We Day. And, uh, and they have this little, you know, but basically what would happen is um we Day has five pillars, and I hope I get them right. So basically it's helping kids uh be inspired, but honestly inspired to make a difference in their own communities and other communities in the world that don't have as much. So the five pillars of We Day are like food, water, education, health, and opportunity. Oh man, nailed them all. So what we were doing, myself, Chris, and another couple of uh of, of brand ambassadors. Uh, we were helping kids get on these iPads and they would answer five question, uh, you know, quiz and for every question they got right, they would get a ball, a little squishy ball worth $3. And then what happened was they had five pillars, actual pillars, um, with the, the health, you know, food opportunity, all that stuff written on them. And then what that has, each ball was worth a $3 donation. They had a $3 symbol on it. And the kids, every question they got right, they got a $3 ball and they got to put the money in where they just, you know, in which tower they decided. So basically the kids are earning money and then donating to cause. And at the end of the day, we counted up all the balls and Ford donates that money to each of those causes, which whatever their affiliation is, you know, so basically these kids were answering questions, they were getting, they were getting money and then they were choosing to donate the money that they had earned to these causes, which is amazing and it was funny because they would pick like, what's more important to me? Like, oh, I think water is really important. You see these kids put like some of their balls in water and they go, oh, health is important. Like it was really cool. Yeah. Like younger kids and all of them very socially conscious and, and things like that is absolutely amazing. I remember one of the sweetest things um, during the day was like the opportunity pillar kind of had like the least amount of balls because everyone was like, Oh, food and water is important. Education is important. Health is important. So all those ones got them. And of course you're asking like a six-year-old like, Hey, don't you think opportunity is important? They're like, what's that? You know what I mean? Like they don't, they don't understand that as much as health and food and water. So, but there was this one little girl who, Oh my gosh, I, I can't tell you the age. I'm really not that good. I'm like, I know when something's like four and I know when something's like 12, but everything in between, <laughs> you know, I mean, I got a general idea, but I, I can't nail it on the head. Every time I guess I sound like an idiot. I'm like, Oh my God, that's six year old. They're like, that's 15, Josh. You're an idiot. Um, basically what I'm saying is there was this one little girl, she was in the, I would say, you know, seven to nine range. And she, she had gotten like her balls and she was all excited. And then she was trying to decide which to do it. And she goes, she saw that the opportunity pillar had the least amount in it. So she took all of her balls and she put them in that. And she goes, she goes, that one has the least and every, every cause is a good cause. So I want to help that one. I was like, oh, it was so sweet. warmed my heart. You know what I mean? And it was so cool to see kids like giving a shit about other, other kids and other communities and stuff like that. Like it was a super positive day. And honestly, who knows at what point in our lives we, we lose that sort of ambition to want to help other people and give a fuck about other people. You know, it, I mean, we're going into the holiday season now and I notice everybody tends to warm up around the holidays and we start holding the doors for strangers a little bit better and, and being kind and everything like that. And starting to feel a little more charitable you know, and I know people say it all the time, you know, like, well, why don't we just act like this all the time? I don't know. Cause we have a fucking budget on it, I guess. I try to be a good dude, but I just, it's, it's nice to see that it's, and it's, and like when you're a kid and you just want to be nice, you know, it, I, I don't know what happens to you that, that's that st- shit starts to fucking just fade out of you, you know, where people tell you not to do it or whatever. Who knows? All I know is it was sweet to see like thousands of kids, thousands of kids you know, helping out and donating and being inspired and having a good time and just like all for a good cause. Um, Michaela went, uh, she was there, uh, because she had done a project for school. Now I don't, I, I remember Crystal was telling me about this and I'm, i hope I'm not wrong, but she had done um, a big food drive. So she had had with her school, they were getting involved in stuff like that. And she had collected enough, you know, foods for the food bank or, or another, you know, food cause, uh, it's the point where like she won a ticket to go to we day. So she got the day off school and she got to go there. So I got to see her and spend a little bit of time with her, uh, while I was working. So that was really cool. And she did the little quiz and, and won her balls and stuff like that. But, um, it was a cool day. Honestly, it was really, really cool. Um, I had a good time with my buddy, Chris, you know, he, uh, he honestly, for a guy who's never done any brand ambassador stuff, he took the bull by the horns. He was awesome, super positive energy, super good with kids, probably because he's got two of his own. But uh, it was great. And we also had a photo booth in the middle. So, what would happen is kids would do the quizzes, they'd come over, get their balls, they'd choose where they wanted to donate them, and then they'd, they'd get in line, they'd get a photo snap with their friends. And then we even had a printer and everything there. So, like, they'd all get a picture you know, with their friends for, you know, commemorative for we day. It was great. It was honestly great. And there was, there was vendors and things all over the place, different things going on. Um, it was a great event to be a part of, had a great time. Um, my buddy, Rory Gardner comic, um, and currently my, uh, get to the gym and, uh, you know, stay motivated to, to get to the gym. I, uh, Oh, one second here. Um, do, 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 do. Sorry. We're doing a lot of things. I, uh, I remember, uh, what the fuck was I saying? I just, oh, Rory. Yes. Sorry, guys. Distracted. I get squirrel things going on. I go, oh, squirrel. Um, so basically, uh, Rory has, like I mentioned last one, he was, he was sort of, you know, chatting with me about, you know, going to the gym and stuff like that. So we went to get the gym, uh, again on Thursday, supposed to do it again this weekend, but I had so much shit going on, um, that I wasn't able to, uh, well, I wasn't able to, to make it continuously, but I am doing the supersets that Rory suggested. We got together, went to good life. Um, and I think this time I did legs and holy shit did I ever fucking do legs. But luckily for me, I didn't have, um, I didn't have like the four day tear pains like I did on my, uh, my my arms so for example like when i was doing leg day my arms were still destroyed so i remember like friday i had horrible pains in my arms and i and i was just starting to get the pains in my legs on thursday anyways i think i described it before but i'm doing supersets i'm enjoying it now i haven't been to the gym since thursday and it is tuesday so i gotta get my ass back there i have good reasons but no excuses all right still a thing gonna be doing boom 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 i'm gonna be going to uh whatever we'll, we'll talk about it I'll, I'll, I'll be accountable don't worry um, so we had, uh, hit the gym that went well, did legs, legs did not take as long to recover, but I'm liking these superset things. Cause they're quick. You know, I get a, I get a serious workout in the areas and then, uh, you know, and then it's just back to my life versus like the two hour shit when I didn't know what I was doing. And I do like an hour of cardio, whatever I got the elliptical here at the house so I can do the elliptical at home. And get some cardio at a different point in the day where all I have to do is like, you know, walk downstairs, do the cardio, come up, shower, go to bed or whatever the fuck it is. I like the idea that the supersets at the gym, I can throw my bag in the car, maybe Uber. And then 30 minutes after Ubering hit that bang it out finish. And then on with my day. So I'm getting my, my earn some money in the morning, get my workout on. And then the rest of the day is mine to, you know, be productive or fuck around, but either way, at least I'm getting something done. And I like the idea to start the day with earning money getting to the gym. So finances and health, which are my two biggest focuses right now and my two biggest causes for depression. <laughs> so I, I, I like that strategy and I really appreciate Rory Gardner for what he's doing. Um, I'm going to see him at the show tonight. So I'm looking forward to seeing Murray and, uh, you know, and figuring out what day we're going to get together next. Um, I am doing a, uh, uh, an LCBO, which is the liquor control board of Ontario, right? We got liquor stores here. And they're all government uh, run for the most part. They've just recently in the last few, and this is just for my international people, but, and, and Canadians, not in Ontario. Um, they've recently started putting them in other stores, right? So now grocery stores and certain other things can, can carry alcohol, but for the most part, the big ones, the big stores, they're all government owned. So We are doing a uh, a promotion this month, so I'm going to be doing it again this week, and I'm going to be doing it next week. But we are basically going into stores, and we're teaching people how to use their app, and you know, we're just showing them the different gift guides and things like that. So I've been spending a lot of time this week in uh, in the liquor stores and just talking about the fun stuff. Again, some of you know that I'm into wine and things like that. So um, you know, I don't get a chance to drink a lot of it, but I like I'm really enjoying learning about it, and I've basically been. You know, every time I'm there, I'll pick up a bottle or two. So my collection grows, uh, Vanessa, if you're listening, I still have that bottle of Merlot you gave me sitting right here in front of me. Haven't opened it yet, but, uh, I'm, I think as the holidays maybe come along, I might have an excuse. Maybe even I'll bring some with me to Kingston. I doubt it. I fucking won't. Cause I'm not going to sit around and drink with comics who maybe won't appreciate it. Or at the same time, it feels, it feels a little weird to be like, gentlemen, shall we have a bottle of wine? And they're like, why? All right. Good question. I withdraw my suggestion. Um, so yeah, I've been spending a lot of time in the LCBOs, um, doing sort of this, uh, the the joy of giving, they call it. So, uh, making gift suggestions and, and wine selection suggestions in, uh, in the liquor stores, but, um, having fun. They got me dressed like a stupid Christmas elf kind of thing, like wearing, wearing cardigans and, and t-shirts and things like that. Uh. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I do have to apologize. Listen, there was a little bit of a gap before cause I'm getting messages and a little bit of a gap now. Um, I'm, I'm still, we're having like issues with, with staffing and stuff cause I'm out of town. So they're asking me to help them find somebody, you know, for the few days I'm in Kingston or whatever, but it's like nonstop. Nobody fucking communicates very well. Eh? Like, do you have that person in your life where you're, you know, you'll send them a message, like they'll message you, you'll send them a message back and need information and then you just don't get it from them. They just don't message, don't message, don't message. You're like, can you just fucking message me back? Holy? like, I can't ship something until I get just a simple answer. What size shirt are you? That's what's going on right now. We're waiting for someone to send us a shirt. They're not sending it. So it's like, all right, well, I guess we can't do anything. Everything's in a shirt. Toronto can't send out ah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Fuck it. Just, I, I think that like one of those things where it's like, if you, If you just messaged me, odds are your phone is still within proximity. Plus when you message someone, don't you expect them to respond? I'm not a big guy on like, you have to respond to me right away. If you send me a text or whatever, that's fine. But if you message me asking me something and then I respond and ask you something in kind and it's like, well, what? So you got your answer, but I can go fuck myself on mine. You know, I know, I know it's not necessarily that malicious, but sometimes you're just like, fuck sakes. Like what's, what's going on here? You know, let's do this anyways. So that's been a busy thing this week. There was a huge snowstorm in Ottawa on Friday. I went out driving. I don't really have anything interesting to say about it. All I know is that a lot of people in this city did not have their snow tires on. And for my international listeners who don't have snow or anything like that, um, fuck, imagine if somebody just poured butter all over the fucking roads and i don't mean a little bit like it's sort of seeping into the cracks i mean like there's a fucking 6 inches of just margarine and butter on the road so your tires are just slipping and sliding you can't get a grip on the goddamn road that's kind of what it's like with the fresh snow all right you know maybe not butter maybe peanut butter let's give it a little bit more thickness but generally speaking your 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 tires aren't biting they're 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 slipping and sliding around in it and it's you know that's what snow tires for you know, they, they, they tend to be softer. So they sank through and sag and kind of gripped the road a little bit better. Regardless, it usually takes the first giant snowfall for everyone to go, Oh shit, that was really dangerous. I might've got hurt. I'd better put my snow tires on. So that was the case on Friday, Saturday. I don't even remember what the fuck I did. I think Saturday we, uh, I just did the the joy thing in the middle of the day. I came home, probably fucked around and played some grand theft auto. You know, I have done that a couple times, uh, this week. Been having a really, really good time. Um, what else? I'm trying to bang through this here quick so I can talk about the fun stuff. I uh, looking for a pen. I'm so disorganized this week because I had a long day. Hey, where's my pen? It was right here a fucking minute ago. There it is. I think that's the same one. It better be the same one, Cod Sarnet. All right. Um, on Friday, you guys got a great thing great thing coming out, man. I'm so excited for you. Just writing it down here. So I don't forget. Um, Sunday after doing my LCBO thing last day of it this week, um, Jason had received some tickets to, uh, Russell Peters. Yep. And I know that internationally, I don't have to explain to you guys who he is because he is the guy. Everyone knows who he is. The somebody going to get a hurt little bad guy. Now, Hmm. How do I talk about this? Honestly, let's put it this way. Jason got tickets to the box. We had 16 tickets to go see Russell Peters. We had the Labatt box beer company, uh, gave Jason their clients, of course, of absolute and vice versa. Um, they gave us the the tickets for the box. Now, Jason invited me. Thank you so much. Here's the thing. It's the same box that we go, that we, we go to when we see the Ottawa Senator games occasionally. And when we go to see the Ottawa Senators games, occasionally we get free beer when we're in that box. All right. Free drinks. And I'll tell you this, I was under the same impression. Now, not to say that I wasn't interested uh, God damn it. I don't lie to you guys. I didn't give a fuck about seeing Russell Peters. Russ has got a new special on Netflix almost, you know, every six months or something. At least it feels like that. Basically, He's like the second most released person <clears throat> in the, in the stand up scene after Chris Hart or Chris Hart, Jesus, Kevin Hart. Right. It's like, isn't Kevin Hart in a new movie every like 38 minutes, you know, every time you turn around, Oh, Kevin Hart. And you're like, what? So I'm, I'm okay to take a break from Kevin Hart. And I'll be honest, second, second place, the runner up in the, give it a fucking rest Olympics <laughs> is Russell Peters to me. So, Uh, Russ is a nice guy. I've met him before. Um, he, I, I do think he's funny, but I just don't, um, I'm just inundated with him right now. So I was like, I didn't give a shit about the show, which, you know, isn't super nice to say, but, but I'm being honest. I, I didn't care to see it. I didn't give a shit. It was Sunday night. It was, the roads were still kind of recovering from all of the snow. Um, where this, where the Canadian tire center is, is it's way out of town. It takes forever to get into, it takes forever to get out of. And I just looked at it like, you know what? I'm trying to save money. I'm still recouping from the Los Angeles trip. I'm working a lot right now, but all the checks and everything that I'm working for haven't come in yet. So I'm trying to recoup and I'm going, you know what? I'm going to miss a few days or at least some of the lucrative days, uh, Ubering because I'll be in Kingston. I'm like, I don't know if I want to go out, you know, spend money you know, get home late cause we're all going to be out late and then miss, you know, a big chunk of the morning the next day. So it's going to cost me money to go out and it's going to cost me money again the next day by not being able to go out, being too tired. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this, but uh, the beer is not free for Russell Peters night for some reason. So I was like, fuck. So I, I had said yes, went out. Um, and, uh, sorry, I'm trying to think of like all the things I shouldn't say. Uh, Hey, you guys ever see those little mini bottles of alcohol? You know what I mean? Sometimes, sometimes when I'm in the LCBO, I meet liquor reps who think I'm absolutely adorable. And they go, Hey, Josh, here's a bag full of little mini bottles. And then Josh goes, Oh my God, thank you so much. And he goes home and he puts them in a drawer. And then every now and again, I think of things like going to the movies or, you know, going to a stand up comedy show at an arena. And I go, Wow. If I don't want to spend money, wouldn't it be cool if I brought these in secretly and then when I buy a pop, I could almost mix these into it. Thus transforming this mild virgin soda beverage um, and, and transforming it into something of the more fun variety and not of the $12 a fucking pop variety. Right. So if one were so inclined to do that, one might think that that's something I have done in the past, even as recently as an event I may have attended, you know, in the, in the not too distant past. So, um, that's one story I, I wouldn't tell you guys. (laughs) And the other is there was like, yeah, I was, I was having a good time that night. I mean, I didn't, I didn't go insane, but it's just like, yeah, if I'm going to be there for, stuck for three hours, I'm not, I'm not spending a ton of money, but oh my God, these fancy uh, metal detectors that they got uh, don't detect. Uh, I mean, I would assume had I done this, that, that uh, they don't detect the metal tops and uh, and I would confidently assume that they don't Um, even if you were to have like seven or eight on you uh, all in one pocket. You know, uh, you know, they just don't seem to, to notice that I, I, I assume. Um, and of course I didn't, you know, I wouldn't have consumed all that myself. I would have shared it with the other people there. Um, you know, which I didn't do cause I, I wasn't there and I didn't bring them. I mean, but, uh, anyways, it was, it's just in case you're like, why would you under the assumption consume that much, Josh? Um, anyways, we had a, we had a fun time. Um, the show wasn't awful. The show was, the show was fine. The show was fine, but it, it's a, I never would have spent the money on it. Like knowing that the tickets were like a hundred and something bucks each never in a million years would have spent that. And, um, yeah. So again, I'm not trying to come across as like negative. There's probably some people who say, oh my God, it sounds like a great time. Yeah, it was, it was fine. It was a good evening out and, and I did get home at a decent time and I managed to get out the next morning. So, um, all in all, it was a, a good evening. Um, but I just, you know, I don't know why, like, I don't want to come across as poopoo. So thank you very much to Jason for the tickets. Thank you for everyone who was super cool. And we had a couple of designated drivers who were bringing like a bunch of people at a time. So, uh, you know, thank you to Colin. Thank you to Andrea. Um, thank you to Jason. I don't think, I don't know if Jason drove or not, but anyways, it was a good time. We had, a, or sorry. And Derek, I apologize. Derek was one of the drivers as well from, from Kingston. So we had some of the Kingston staff who were, uh, you know, it was great to see them and they're excited that I'm going to be there this week. So I get to see them again, have some, some fun and blah, 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 blah. blah, blah. So that was Russell Peters on Sunday. Nueve, nueve. Is that nine? Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve. Nueve is nine. Note, that's night, I think. Or noche. Noche. Sunday noche. Not important. Okay, so I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I that I missed that I want to tell you guys about that Russell Peters thing. I was talking shit to an ex-senators player because he was standing in line behind us. And I was like, dude, you don't even get VIP. Like you have to stand in line, like everybody else to get into the fucking building that like you help. I'm like, your fucking picture is up on the wall right there. And he's like, I'm retired, man. I was like, yeah, I guess I'm going to fuck about you. Like that's how, that's how much they throw away athletes when they, when they, when they pass their prime, they're like, I get the fuck out of here. So anyways, I, uh, I did Uber on Monday. Went great. Actually made a shitload of money because the weather was kind of crappy. And uh, yesterday, I had an opportunity to do... um, I got to put this thing on. It's called... What the fuck was it called? Moose McGrathies? Moose McGuire. Moose McGuire. There we go. Sorry, guys. It's fucking... I did these notes up, and I didn't get a chance to put everything in them that I wanted to. It's not like even any of this is important, but I'm trying to plug some of these new businesses that are trying to do shows, man. Make them... Give them a little bit of a buzz if possible and, and some respect for for you know trying to bring stand-up comedy to my city. Um I had an opportunity to sit down with uh Nick Reynoldson last night. Uh Nick Reynoldson was the headliner at Absolute Comedy All Week. Nick has performed all over North America. Um, he is recording an album this year. We talked, he was a finalist in Sirius XM's next top comic or, or top comic, whatever. Sometimes I think they just tweak the name, but Sirius XM's top comic. Um, great dude, great comic. Um, and we had a really good podcast. So that, that episode will be available for you guys on Friday. I recorded it yesterday. Um, and I'm doing a little bit of a different thing with the interviews now. So for the bonus or or bonus episodes, whatever, I'm, I'm basically going to be giving you guys a little bit of an intro, um, on the bonus episode. So here's the thing. Um, a, there's a lot of, a lot of podcasts out there that, that will do that. When you, when they have an, an interview with someone, they'll generally come on, talk a little bit about the nature of the interview and then, uh, go from there. So rather than me going, Hey guys, welcome to the one, minute podcast, we've got a bonus episode with so-and-so, so-and-so, and they do this and they do that. And they just, Hey, welcome to the, come on. like, it's just, it's just an awkward start for me. So, and, and here's, here's one of the main things that I wanted to switch up to is I do a lot of interviews um, with people and some of my guests, I try not to do a bonus. I got a lot of comics that I, that I'm friends with and they're great people. And they're like, Hey, we should do a podcast. But to be honest with you, if they're just another comic like me, I, I want to give you guys some content that actually someone who's, who's kind of has a story to tell. And that sounds kind of awful because I'm sure we all do, but I don't necessarily know what it is and I don't necessarily know how to get it out of them. So the thing is like somebody who's maybe been doing it for three or four years would love to sit down with me. If I don't have something that I think that you guys will find entertaining or, or a particular, you know, thing that I find will make it work. It's difficult for me, but here's the thing too, is I actually have a lot of comics that I've, I've sat down with, you know, comics and other people. And I'm like, you know what? This person's, this person is so funny and they've done so much. They're going to be a real great interview. And then we sit down, excuse me. Um, then we sit down and it, it doesn't come out you know what I mean? And I, I'm not a professional interviewer. In fact, I do. I probably talk way too much during the interviews, excuse me, um, for an interview. So so let the guests talk more, but I get excited. These are people that I like, you know, and I try to bring on people that I like that I think that you guys will like, but sometimes I just can't get it out of them, you know? And I don't necessarily, the, the reason I'm talking about the intros is that I'd rather let you know in the intro, kind of what's going to go on, Right. So that basically, <clears throat> excuse me, Jesus, I'm doing it right into the mic. I apologize, guys, is I want to, I want to be able to give you guys a little bit of an intro, let you know what's going to happen in the interviewer, who the person is and, and whatnot. And I, and doing the little intros after the fact, I can sort of let you know what we talk about. And then you can listen to that part and decide whether or not you want to listen to the episode based on, on what I say. So I will get better at intros. I don't really write intros, but I can sort of give their credits or whatever, uh, rather than, you know, a lot of comics, we don't like getting praised too much. So when you sit there and someone's like, they've done this and they've done this and they've done this kind of like, Oh geez. So <clears throat> that's what the, the nature of the bonus episodes now is you'll get a little intro from me letting you know, kind of what we're going to we're we're talking about and things like that. And I can, <laughs> I'm not going to be like, you know, this episode, I really like this guy, but fuck does it ever go nowhere? No, I, I wouldn't do that, but I might say, you know, we end up talking a little bit this and they've, they've lived a lot of yada, 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 yada. You know, I think, I think it's probably something where I'll end up putting my foot in my mouth way more often than, than just giving a basic line, you know, cause I just want you guys to enjoy yourselves. And like I said, there's been times where I felt like, fuck, that person's really funny and really interesting, but not on this bonus episode. So we should almost have a code word that my guests, cause some of my guests, I doubt a lot of my guests listen to the podcast, but we should almost have like a code thing where it's like, Hey guys, um, you know, wouldn't it be a great time to wash your socks? I don't know. I, I, that's the stupidest thing. But guess what? If you have a better code word, contact the one man podcast.com. I go, guys, this this week's episode was a total turkey tucker. like, what does that even mean? It means don't listen to this one or don't judge it. Lower your expectations, for fuck's sakes. So, um,. Give me one sec here. I'm going to text. I've been singing the Leisure Suit Larry song. Um, You know what I mean? I don't know if you guys ever, ever heard of that game, but Leisure Suit Larry was a great, like old sort of DOS-y kind of, well, it wasn't a DOS game, but it was like back when computers would run in DOS, you know, an old Sierra game. And it's basically some bald, you know, middle-aged dude trying to get laid, but he constantly failed constantly failed everything he tried he would fail um you know some woman would be totally into him and he'd try something and you know the con- like i don't say like the condom would break like that was it it was like totally like he would you know you'd have to run to the store to find a condom but then the store would get held up and the, it was just it was an adventure game it's like one of those old you know open window anyways I, I don't even know if any of you played games like that but while i was buying some time returning a text i uh I sang that song and then you get a story. That's how my brain works. Um, so anyways, um, I did the show, uh, I did the interview with, with Nick Reynoldson. Like I said, going forward, you guys will get little, uh, little things contact the one man podcast.com. If you want to send me a little covert word. Um, <laughs> how funny would that be though? I'll get the one person who listens to the podcast. I'll say like, oh, okay, guys, spaghetti soup. And they'll be like, why the fuck did you say that about my episode? All, all I know is I wish that I had been able to tell you guys some episodes to just lower your expectations on, you know. I don't just don't want to hurt anybody, you know. I don't want to be like, hey, here's an episode that's not worth listening to. And hopefully it's not your first time checking out my podcast and that you'll never come back because this person, for some reason or other, who is not a boring person, was boring as fuck. Anyways, you get the fucking idea. I need to let con- you know topics go sooner sometimes. Anyways, uh, did the interview with Nick and then we did a show at Moose McGuire's. Moose McGuire's used to be called the Tartan Pub. It changed hands. It got renovations and now an absolute comedy satellite room. Uh, again, it may be right now. They're doing shows sort of sporadically. We're going to see how they turn out. Last night was a well, seemingly sold out show. We had a great time. It was myself hosting. Nick Reynoldson was headlining. And then we had, uh, some great comics in the show as well. Guys I've come up with and, and seen develop. Um, the, we had the lovely Heather Hurst was on the show. Matt Carter, uh, Mike Beatty who used to run that room at when it was initially launched. Mike BD absolutely fucking lutely destroyed last night. He's been working on some new stuff, chatted with him for a little bit. I need to have BD on the podcast. That needs to happen. I'm going to write that down. Um, He is so fucking funny, guys. You have no idea. He's so, so fucking funny. I, I, yeah, I, I gotta have that guy on the podcast because it's, um, I, but who knows, maybe he'll be a spaghetti soup kind of guy. You know what I mean? But he, he makes me fucking laugh and he's, he's a fucking smart, the stories that he has to tell, uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. All right. So I'm, I'm trying to promote Reynoldson here. So you guys look at that episode. Uh, the Muslim Wire show went great. Um, and yeah, so that's what we did today. <clears throat> last thing I'll tell you before we move on with this goddamn fucking podcast is, uh, I, uh, I went to New York state just across the border. It's not particularly far. I went to the lovely area of Potnam or something or Ogdensburg because, um, uh, my mother's dog and my dog required some veterinary services, you know, and, uh, you know, we just went over with the dogs, but, uh, but they came back with cleaner teeth and, uh, you know, one of them had one less tooth because, uh, there was an issue and it needed to be extracted. But we just went on this leisurely drive, tap, tap, tap on the nose to the United States, and, um, and while we were there, we were just, you know, happened to walk into a veterinary clinic and, uh, found out that they're, uh, hundreds of dollars cheaper for the same procedure, uh, south of the border. Now, again, assuming one was interested in saving hundreds of dollars on a procedure or perhaps just a reasonable amount of money, you know, who'd have thought, you know, we were just going for a leisurely drive with the dogs crossing the border, you know, we wandered into this place, you know, Found out that, uh, you know, this procedure we needed to have done was, was, was cheaper and they had some time and we figured guys, it's going to be so hard to be going to some outlet malls and stores shopping around with dogs. I mean, it's, it would be irresponsible in a, r- inconsiderate to leave them in the car while we did that. Wouldn't it be better if we just left them at this veterinary office and while they're there, I mean, why take up room, get some things done, you know? that's just, I mean, it's a consideration, right? You know, and, and I think that's, I, that, I mean, I'm, it was a long day, got up early. I'm having a little bit of a tough time recollecting, but I think that may have been what happened today, you know? Um, but anyways, so we did that and, uh, I went to dink around, as they say, we went to a place called Ollie's. So I spoke to my dad and I knew Jason. So we drew we dropped the dogs off. Um, and we were like, okay, well, let's go have breakfast. This was early, right? We had to get there for like nine o'clock in the morning. Um and the, the dogs uh were in like Putnam or something. I won't I won't name the clinic, but uh basically the dogs got dropped off at Putnam and we were right between Messina and Ogdensburg and I think Ogdensburg, I know that Jason had recently gone to with another comic and they were like looking for outlet malls. Um, so I remember that name. My dad was like, well, if you guys are, you know, go, if you're, if you're between Messina and Ogdensburg, both of them have outlet malls. So I was like, okay, well, Ogdensburg has been mentioned by two. My mom's like, I've already been to Messina. So let's go to Ogdensburg. Done. Let's go to Ogdensburg. Let's look around pre-Black Friday. So we did that. And then when we had, we're, we're having our breakfast in Augsburg, we asked somebody like, Hey, is there an outlet mall here? She like scrunches up her face and goes, just shakes her head. No, like, Mm-mm. so we're like, okay, great. So I remember as we were paying the same waitress came back and, and, you know, not, it wasn't our waitress for the meal, but just one of the other ones working there. She came back. She goes, are you guys looking for like a place of like good deals and stuff? We were like, yeah, pretty much. She's like, go to Ollie's in Messina. We're like, oh, okay. It's like. Basically this place, I don't, and I don't know how f- far this reference will work, but it's basically like a home sense, fuck the dollar store. So there's some shit there that's half decent, but then there's a lot of just like really cheap shit. So we went and we started looking around and there was basically like a bunch of bait for me, the stuff that caught my eye, my eye the most was, uh, they had like chocolate flavored Twizzlers. And I bought a bag and cheap too, right? It's like two bucks for a bag. So big bag of chocolate flavored Twizzlers. Uh, they had Jolly Rancher flavored pop tarts, which seemed kind of gross. I'm not going to lie. I picked the box up and put it in my cart, but I didn't leave with it. They had this is big, and this is this is shit I don't need in my life. Right? I see this. I'm like, oh, I've never tried this. This seems interesting. But at the same time, trying to lose weight, right? So you come back with like $50 worth of garbage, but some of it lived in my cart for a little while. They had cases of Yoohoo, right? And you all hear about that in Canada, the Yoohoo, it's like a chocolate drink. So I got a case of that in the cart, put it back. They had uh, peanut butter flavored uh, Snickers and almond flavored Snickers. And they even had an espresso flavored Snickers. And I was going to get one of those. That all went back. Um, They had apple cinnamon toast crunch. I got a box of that. I'm looking at it right now. And then they had like, like a cinnamon toast crunch kind of shreddies type thing. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I'll fuck that up. Cereal, I have a hard time. I'll fuck that up. But um they had all sorts of different weird, weird stuff that, you know, just different flavors of shit you don't see. They had all the friggin', you know, I don't know, whatever. They had they had a bunch of interesting things there, different kinds of like Kit Kats, and but it's basically just junk, right? There's different junk. So I left with like, you know, a pretty good price on a bag of jerky, a couple boxes of cereal and, uh, and those chocolate Twizzlers, you know, so blah, blah, blee blee blah, 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 I, uh, had an interesting day. And then we just drove back here. I am recording the podcast. So picked up the dogs. Dogs were a little groggy. They were good in the car on the way back, you know, hour and a half on the road. And, uh, here we is. So it was snowing all day. You know, we drove in the, the weather. It was a lot of driving from, you know, Pottenham, Ogden'sburg, Augsburg, Messina, Messina, back to Pottenham and then back up to, uh, to Ottawa. So interesting day saved a lot of money. I got to tell you, the procedure, you know, is shitloads loads cheaper. So to, if you get your dog's teeth cleaned, just in case you don't know, you got to basically put them out. So you're paying for them to clean the teeth, but at the same time, the dog has got to get put out. So you're paying the vast chunk of it is the, um, The anesthesia, the anesthetization of the dogs, or I don't, I don't think that's how you say it. The dogs need to be anesthetized. I know that's proper. Anyways, who fucking cares? Um, so yeah, and I got a spot at absolute comedy again this Tuesday and I'm hoping it goes as well as last week's did. Um, I, uh, yeah, I I think I'm just gonna keep doing it. So here's the thing I've been spending time, uh, you know, uh, with, uh, with crystal And, um, I, we were chatting about last week's episode. Um, it's cool. Like I said, I I told you guys last week, I'm I'm really enjoying having her back in my life. We're able to chat. And I, I just mean, you know, we're, we're, we're being good friends to each other. You know, we're, um, it's really cool because again, the point, part of my life that I'm in right now with my, with my doubt stuff, I just, I think, uh, I think we've reconnected at a good time just in terms of being able to be supportive and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, seeing, seeing that. Again, I'm, I'm, everyone has the right to privacy and I'm just trying not to like, you know, over talk with someone, but I'm, I'm trying to talk just about myself is what I'm trying to say. But, um, we're both doing good. We're both like from, from a year ago, seeing, seeing goals and shit like that that we've had and, and both of us working towards them. It's really cool. And, um, it's just nice being able to, to talk and be supportive and, and, you know, a lot of the old shit, um, just isn't there, you know? Um, but anyways, I, I, I digress. I'm just, I'm just trying to express that, 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 uh, having her back in my life is very positive thing right now in terms of us, you know, speaking and and being supportive and whatnot. Um, but I really, uh, we were chatting, um, she had listened to the last episode and and when we were chatting, she had mentioned, um, you know, because she gives me feedback on the episodes, you motherfucker! No, I'm kidding. Um, she had mentioned that she really enjoyed, uh, Kamar's uh you know just his involvement in the podcast last week of starting the episode off where him and I were chatting and then she said and she liked the fact that it was in for a little bit and then he was gone you know um we we did a little bit a little chat back and forth and that's it and i was saying uh how kamar uh had suggested i was giving him the feedback saying you know people are saying that they like it and um and he had mentioned too that like you know he'd like to have a uh, maybe a little regular segment on the show where you know you just sort of know what's going on with him and and this and that and which i like the idea of because kamar's got a great energy Um, sometimes he has shit energy, just, just in case I want to compliment the guy, but at the same time, uh, (laughs) he's also capable of being incredible. Like he can put a smile on my face, particularly quickly at times. And at the same time, he can make me feel like shit with, with like almost no, like uh, uh, completely unnecessarily. So I want to praise the guy, but I can't just inflate his head without being like, you know, sometimes you're also a fucking asshole. I know he's listening to this and I love you, buddy, but you know, I love you. You make me smile. And you also make me sad. Oh, geez. That was, that was not a good thing. Anyways. Um, I, 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 Kumar's pretty stable. I don't think he's going to take that in as a, a complete negative, but I don't know why I couldn't just compliment him without the other either. So I guess that's something I need to work on. But regardless, I would very much like to have Kamar on the show, but here's the thing. I don't want anyone. Um, my hesitation with just being like, cool, let's do it. Kamar had an excellent name for the segment and everything he was gonna say, like hey, we should have like a catching up with Kamar. And maybe we can do that. But I was I didn't want to make it like an every every single week thing. Like every week I need to to involve Kamar on the podcast because that becomes one more thing that we have to schedule and make sure it works and and stuff like that. I also don't want to give him homework every week and be like, every week we get to find something to talk about. But when I was chatting with Crystal, I was saying there's a lot of people I'd like to to chat with, and I'd like to have something, you know. And her and I were chatting, and and she actually made the suggestion. Well, why don't you, why don't you just get a hold of somebody over the phone? Like you don't have to necessarily like sit down with someone. She's like, you can, you can call them on the phone. And and after the two of us uh, brainstormed a little bit, just just you know, just in conversation, um, it was like, well, why don't I just get a hold of you guys? And I figured, you know what? I'm always looking for you guys to tell me how you're doing via the email, but for my regular listeners you know how well that works up for me. I've got like 3 of you who regularly email me and uh and I do appreciate that. But uh you know what? I want to know how you're doing and rather than me sitting around begging you to message me. I figure I'm going to start just randomly calling you guys. So we're going to have a new segment. I think we're going to call it touch and go, because that's kind of, that's kind of what these little calls will be. It'll be a little touch and go Tuesday. That's when I record this. And depending on, on when and where it is, I'm just going to call somebody. I'm going to find somebody in the list. I'm just going to give them a fucking call and, uh, and we're going to see what they're up to, but it won't be long. So it could be any one of you. If, if, if I know you and I have your phone number It could be that I just, uh, I just give you a call, you know what I mean? To see what's going on with you, what's new and exciting in your world. And it could be, you know, five, five to 10 minutes, but uh, I'm going to record it right now. So I actually didn't really know if I was going to do that this week or not, but I figured, um, since Crystal was the one I was chatting with and she was sort of the co-creator of this idea, I thought I would give her a call. And again, some of you too, a lot of you listeners do know, uh, do know Crystal. And, uh, you know, so I thought maybe you guys would want to know. Uh, what she's up to. So it's going to be more of like a, what's going on with you right now, but um, I have got my phone plugged in. We are going to, uh, we're going to see what she's doing right now. I'm going to do it all candidly live. I'm even expecting sometimes I'm going to call people and there will be absolutely no one there. We might just get their, their answering machine. So let's see what she's up to or if she answers. Hello. Hi. Well, hey. how are you? I have to let you know that I'm, I'm taking your idea and we're going to be doing the very first touch and go with you. I figured since you were the co-creator, I would call you first. So you're on the podcast already. Are you, are you free for a few minutes?
1: Yeah, I'm free for a few minutes. Yeah. That's
0: cool. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Great. yeah, I figured since we record the podcast on Tuesdays, we'd call it like the touch and go Tuesdays based on the, on, on your suggestion or whatever. So. Oh, um, cool. yeah, yeah. So what are so in this, in the nature of this, what's going on with you right now? What are you up to right now?
1: Um, I'm painting some pots.
0: Oh, for some, okay. Uh,
1: Christmas projects.
0: Yeah. 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 You were telling me about that earlier. I, I sound too radio-y right now, but it's only cause I'm talking right into the microphone. Um, what, uh, fun. what's so, yeah. Tell us, cause you're, you've always been big on the, the Christmas stuff. I'm super excited to to hear what you're going to be doing this year.
1: Well, I mean, should it be a surprise or no? Oh, really? Um, No, no, no. It's fine. No, I just uh, actually last year I baked cookies. I'm not one to bake at all. So this was uh, an experimental thing, but it went really well. And uh, I put them in mason jars and everyone who got them seemed to be pretty excited about it. So this year we're painting like uh, little flower pots. Okay. And we're making them like Santa and and frosty and stuff like that. And then I got these fancy little bags from Michael's and the cookies are going to go in there and then go in the pot. Nice.
0: So yeah, it
1: should that, be fun.
0: That's very, very cool. You also get yeah. into the other, the other Christmas stuff too. I know I was chatting with you earlier and you sent me a, a picture. You're doing uh you're doing the elf on the shelf again this year, right?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Is that secret? <laughs> Is that, oh, you're not looking forward to it.
1: No, right? that's not a secret. No, it's just, uh, it's kind of funny. So the kids are like older now and, they know that uh, Santa doesn't exist, and Mom does <gasps> all the work.
0: Spoiler alert, everyone listening, just in case you're listening with your children. Crystal's been into yeah, the eggnog, I anyways. guess, to think that Santa's not real. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who lets their children listen to your podcast? Come on, I know um, bad
0: parents. I would assume. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So, uh, so, anyways, but um, Michaela still likes the illusion of it all. Mm-hmm. So. She really enjoys me doing this elf on the shelf.
0: Do you mind? But there's
1: some days, sorry,
0: what? No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, but I, I'd ask, go ahead, go ahead and tell yourself. I was just saying, if you yeah. don't mind for anyone who may not know, because there's a lot of parents that listen, maybe just to okay. let them know what elf on a shelf is. I know that the crazy Instagram lunatics probably know what it is, but I just, uh, I figure for anyone who doesn't know.
1: It's a magical elf <laughs> that comes to your house on December 1st. And it keeps an eye on all the children to make sure that they are behaving and and stay on the nice list. And he hides in all kinds of different locations. And you have to find him in the morning. And uh, you can't touch him or else the magic goes away. Um, and then he disappears Christmas Eve night.
0: Okay. And so. More or less. <laughs> I was going to say, did you read that off the box? <laughs> but. <laughs> But I think like, I think the big thing that that's kind of cool about that is that uh, essentially the whole idea is like for the parents, it's fun because you get to come up with like little things. The whole idea is, I mm-hmm. think that he's like mischievous, right? Like they get into shit yeah. in the middle of the night and then they wake, yeah. you wake up and they're almost like, geez, I don't know why. Wasn't there like a, a thing where people turn to stone at night or whatever? maybe I'm just thinking of a toy story. That's ridiculous. I'm like, what's that crazy? I have myth? no idea. Just that the idea is that like when the sun comes up, he's just frozen again until nighttime. Is there, There's no like old children's story that's like that. It just makes me think of Toy Story.
1: I think it's Toy Story. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm an idiot. Uh, so.
1: No, no, maybe. Yeah.
0: But you get to have fun with it because like you basically mm-hmm. you're you're creating tableaus so that in the morning, what was he up to? Oh, look, he was. You know, you've what were some yeah. of your favorites? Because you 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 came up with a lot of really cool ideas for it.
1: Well, um, so I've gotten like super into it. Ours is a girl, and her name is Jingle. Mm-hmm. And um, each year I get her. <laughs> oh God, I'm going to oh, tell. Oh, I'm going to tell. You don't tell. I'm going to tell. Please. So <laughs> each year I get her a new little outfit, and it's like the kids' present to her. So the kids will like leave it for her, and then she'll come back and she'll be wearing the little, you know, the little outfit. Um. And then I got this like little toolkit that has little like suction cup uh, boots, and so I've had it like hanging and climbing up windows and things like that. Um, I've got this cute little bathtub in my in my um, bathroom, and I know I put it once with a bunch of marshmallows, just kind of chilling there. That was kind of cool. I'm trying to think of some other stuff.
0: Now, Jingle also, um, I mean. To get around such a large house as such a small elf, Jingle might need some form <laughs> of transportation, wouldn't she? And what? Uh... Oh yeah.
1: So I got a reindeer.
0: <laughs> so Elf on a <laughs> Shelf has many, if you go to, now for any parents who might be like, you know what, that sounds like a cool idea. If you haven't heard of it yet.
1: Oh, it's ridiculous and it costs a lot of money.
0: No, it's not. Okay. Listen, it costs a lot of money, <laughs> but it's because it. it's, yeah, exactly. It's popular. So yeah. uh, the Elf on a Shelf, the uh, they have like reindeer accessory, you can get her at, uh, her or him. And she comes in all different ethnicities. Cause Santa is an equal opportunity employer. Um, <laughs> but, um, you can get them at bed, bath and beyond. Um,
1: or Michael's.
0: Okay. All right. You don't have to correct me on my own show. That hurts. <laughs> or, uh, <don't> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, or I'm adding to your suggestion. I'm just joking.
1: Only cause I just bought something for Jingle today at Michael's.
0: I know you showed me the picture of it, which is, so what is it? Little cutouts?
1: yeah so it's like this um uh, yeah it's different uh tableaus but it's like it's all cutouts it's like 30 different things so one of them is like a little donut shop and she sits in this little donut shop giving you donuts
0: she's american then you can tell even though she lives in the Absolutely. north Absolutely, she's a fucking yep. she's a fried dough sugar pusher yeah it's a little, everyone knows about christmas donuts yeah <laughs> She's not, she's not in a little candy cane shack. There's no real donuts, right? Yeah. So they're just like, yeah. she could have been in a little candy cane shack or a cider, right? A hot chocolate, little tent. Now she's in a fucking donut shop.
1: It's just an example.
0: No, I know. I'm just fucking, but right. yeah. it's funny. So yeah. and you've had all sorts of different ones. I remember like you've sent, you've sent some really cool pictures where, you know, like she's, you know, some people, I think what Pinterest is a good idea for maybe parents who haven't, who have never done it before. Would you suggest that?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. I don't know how to do Pinterest because I'm a boy, but um, hey, you've made some
1: tableaus or not? Tableaus I made
0: one that. once.
1: I don't know the lingo.
0: Even. And no, no, but but I made one once, and it was all about a shoot you and I were doing, uh-huh. and I've already forgotten how to do it. But but it does work, it does help actually. As a matter of fact, recently, what the fuck did I use it for? Uh, this is the podcast, by the way. It's always me going, "What did I?" Uh, uh, but <laughs> I did use Pinterest recently for an idea for something and I can't remember what the hell it was, but, uh, it, it is good if you're looking for ideas. Like if you're like this, that boom pictures. Mm-hmm. Oh, I used it when I was trying to explain the suits that I like with okay. the, the blue suits and the brown. I think I typed in blue suits, brown shoes. Or brown accessories and then boom. So it, it'll definitely, if you're trying to explain something to someone visually, I think Pinterest is good for that because it's basically just a great way to be like, oh, I need pictures. So like if you Google image something, but sometimes I think Pinterest has a better maybe algorithm for, for finding that specific niche thing rather than like how Google image will like find one word, you know, Mm -hmm. you can type in like Russell Peters and like Russell brand will come up and you're like, you just took Russell. You know? Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, usually like within a few pictures, you're already looking at somebody else and you're like, well, that's not particularly good. Anyways. Um, so uh, yeah, the Pinterest is a good spot to find some ideas for elf on a shelf, but the mm-hmm. whole idea is like, he watches out, he, he, he inspires children to be on their best behavior because he's watching. And then even though report- he's
1: mischievous, it's kind of funny.
0: Yeah. What a terrible example for children, <laughs> right? Be good. Yeah. Cause I'm not. <laughs> um, so you've already when and you're going to be starting. So what are we now? We're the 20th. So you've got like 10 days before you have to put the first one out. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, but I also do. So we used to do, um, you know, those little chocolate calendars.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Um, but then was it last year? I think a couple of years ago I started, um, this little scavenger hunt thing. So each day they would get a little clue to where their chocolate or little thing was, Mm-hmm uh so now they've like they love that so i have to do that every year so between (laughs) that doing the elf on the shelf i know last year i think there was two different days that (laughs) the elf was in the same spot (laughs) oh really (laughs) oh yeah totally and uh, and i got called out on it yeah for sure
0: oh really
1: oh yeah totally
0: oh that's funny what did she say
1: Oh, she's like mom you forgot to move the elf i was like then go back upstairs
0: (laughs) oh really Yeah, because she knows. Well, yeah, of course. That's funny. So, well, what if, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess does she, now does she help you pick the locations now or does she still just like to find what you've done?
1: She doesn't, but I told her that in two years she graduates to be the elf mover.
0: Oh, very cool. So that
1: she's got to move it and I got to find it.
0: And she's, she's uh, doing her Instagram thing now too. So she could even share that with her friends, like what she's done with it and whatnot.
1: I'm sure she will. Yeah. Yeah,
0: well, that's cool. And you guys are—is yeah. uh, there anything else going on with you this evening? I know uh, when I chatted with you earlier.
1: Uh no, that's about it. We were going to start preparing to do the tree, mm-hmm. um, but uh, we kind of got carried away with doing the pot. So I think we're just doing that for now, and then our goal is to maybe try and get it done this weekend.
0: Yeah, that'll be. We're fun.
1: actually behind. Usually, we do it right after uh, Remembrance Day. So,
0: well, I know last year I I. I've, I've, a couple times now I've been like, okay, November tree up. And everyone's like, what about the troops? I'm like, I don't think my tree hurts the troops, but, um, cause it makes it feel, I, yeah. it's, it's like when you cook breakfast for a lot of people, it feels better. If you're going to put the effort into doing something, you want as many people to enjoy it and, and preferably as long as possible. So that's why I do Absolutely. it November 1st. It's takes a lot of issue. Yeah. But here's the thing. Um, Simon threw out my tree box last year.
1: No, yep. really? Yep.
0: He threw out my tree box. Um,
1: What'd you
0: put your tree in? Uh, well, the tree went in the garbage. The tree no, went in the garbage. Yeah. No. I had a, I had a bunch of the lights, a bunch of the lights, f- Uh. like, you know how tree oh, stupid Christmas lights, gosh. if one goes out, they're all out on the string. So I couldn't find what it was. And as a matter of fact, actually, when I finally found one, the glass itself on the light was actually broken. So
1: oh, you only had that a few years too. Eh? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was only like a hundred dollar oh. tree. I know my Christmas spirit know, was dead. I-
1: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, that's so disappointing.
0: Well, yeah. So I didn't have a box. Eh, No worries. I I bought new lights and I tried to restring the tree and I, it only had like, there's three sections of the tree and one of them was out and I restrung the middle section and then the middle section had way too many lights. Mm -hmm. So it was hard to like balance out the lights. So they looked even. And then when I like right near the end, I went to put it away and, and one of the, one of the other sections went dead and I was like, fuck this.
2: Mm-hmm. and and
0: everybody in the house too was said that they didn't care for a tree. Well, well, sorry, Simon cared, oh. but Jason and Kamara were like, I don't give a fuck about a tree, even though all of them really loved the festivities when we were doing the gift exchange and everything. So, yeah. I'm kind of like, am I going to go blow? I didn't have anywhere to put the tree, and it got kicked around the back porch in the spring. Yeah. So, I'm like, all right, we'll throw it out. Nobody cares about the tree anyway. Like no one wants the tree, so why am mm-hmm. I keeping it and all the work it did? So, I uh, we just threw it out, and so this year they're, you know, wow. they're not they're not getting a fucking tree. it's going to be less um, Christmassy here.
1: Michael's has a 55% off coupon. I think it's this week.
0: Just a
1: thought. What if you got yourself a little mini one to put on your desk?
0: I'd like that. I'll totally knock it over just because it's in a sort of like a walking aisle. I know that if I've got something in my hands, like a robe or something, all it has to do is like hook one little thing and it'll fall. Now, I I could maybe find a spot in the corner or whatever, but. Yeah, you know what? I don't want to totally fuck up my Christmas spirit. Fuck, the, <laughs> that's a weird. That's a weird way to take back your Christmas spirit. Fuck those guys. <laughs> it's my Christmas cheer. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That's actually not a bad idea. Fifty five percent off. I get a little tree. It'll make me feel happy. I think yeah. I have someone to plug it in. So, yeah. anyways, that yeah. So this this year I'm uh, I'd love to put up the tree, but I I'm the only one who wants it. And and uh, Jason and Kamara soon at Christmas over like get this fucking thing down. I'm like Jesus. So I'm still going to wrap presents and try to do, you know, have hot chocolates and try to do Christmas puzzles yeah. at the table. But I think. <laughs> they will just uh, have to
1: buy little presents that'll fit under the little tree.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to go crazy <laughs> this year either. I just, I like, I like when the house looks Christmassy. I like putting my satellite radio on and playing Christmas songs and, or holiday songs. I opened the podcast off by attacking by getting controversial, like I think f- less than 30 seconds and I was like, you know, it's getting to be the Christmas season or holiday season. If the other wing of Christmas offends you. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's me. I put my own foot cool. in my mouth. Cool. So that's awesome. Well, I hope you guys have a, a good night. We're trying to, I'm trying to tell everyone that these touch and go segments will be nice and quick, but we're at 15 minutes. So I, I want to, I don't want to terrify anyone who, who gets these calls, but I, uh, I appreciate the uh the help and the brainstorming and and helping to create this segment i hope it's popular i uh yeah i'm not gonna let anyone know when they get called so thanks for for being available when this call came in
1: for sure yeah i I hope it goes well for you too
0: thanks well you'll be listening of course of course (laughs) okay well i hope you have a great night thanks for chatting with me
1: thanks you too good luck
0: okay bye lady (laughs) bye and there you go guys. That's a little a uh, little touch and go. What do you think of that? Huh? It's that easy. I can make a phone call, chatty chatty chat and see how it goes. And it's not pre-recorded. That just happened live right now. So, um that's a big thing. I know that that's a segment that I could pre-record and to be honest with you, I really don't want to. I would rather you guys listen to me try to call three different people and fail. Like call one person doesn't work. All right, well, let's try this person. Boom boom. boom. So, I think part of my notes is I'm going to make like three suggestions. like write three names down to try to call. And if it doesn't work out, then that's it. It'll just be like, oh, wow. you guys are now avoiding my calls too while I'm at it. So, and if someone's not free or I get their answer machine, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let that be the recording and I'll leave them a message and we can all be a part of it. But I like the idea that since you guys won't email me, guess what? I'm coming for you. All right. There's nowhere you can fucking hide. Um, so yeah. And with that guys, oh my God. We are ready to jump into the sponsors section. Huh? Huh? Who's my partners? Well, at portablepress.com. Did you guys hear that? You know what that is? That's me forgetting to unplug the fucking wire from the phone for my calls and back into the iPad. So let's try that again like a professional, shall we? My partners at portablepress.com. Uncle John's bathroom readers. Um, This week I decided to, uh, you know, to open my mind and to try to put more, you know, Actual information facts as one might call it this week. I am reading from uncle John's bathroom reader attack of the factoids. And this one here, I feel like I actually might need my, uh, my computer for, because I've decided to go with an article called there's a word for it. And, uh, the words, the words are incredibly difficult. So I feel like I want to have something that's actually going to be able to, to say the word properly, because these are really, really uh, hard to say, so let me just uh, pull up the old Google machine here. And uh, Google is not a sponsor, but uh, you, you know we're all using it. Anyone who's like I use Bing, I'm like, what well, you just? Google's free. What the fuck's wrong with you? Um, so how to pronounce? and I might actually have to start uh, leaving this in because I have I have things all the time. How to pronounce? Uh, 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 I just want to have the first one ready. Uh, Doo 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 doo. Hey, do do hey, doo-doo doo Okay, so here we go, YouTube. So there's a word for it. Okay. And uh I'm gonna load this. Just so it's ready, right? Just the hang time. And if there's a fucking ad on this. Wow, I wouldn't have been able to say that. Minimaphidianism. 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 Minibism. Um uh, If you're not quite an atheist, you may be a minimaphidianism, defined as someone who has almost no faith or belief, huh? So that's the first word. What else we got here? Uh, if you say it out loud, you can almost guess the definition of abecedarian. Abecedarian. Let's 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 do a a. Okay, I'll finish the, the thing first so I don't lose you guys. So, if you say it out loud, you can almost guess the definition of abcidarian. Abecedarian. Somebody who is learning the fundamentals of something like the alphabet. So, A B C Let's do this. How to pronounce? Hey, 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 hey.
1: Abecedarian. A B
0: C Why I don't have to A-B-C-Darian. talk to me like I'm an idiot. Okay, abecedarian. An abecedarian. abecedarian. All right, we heard you. All right, so an abecedarian, somebody who is learning the fundamentals of something like the alphabet. Do some politicians suffer from empleomania? It means an unnaturally high enthusiasm for holding public office. Empliomania. That one, I don't need to search. I'm pretty confident I know how to say it. Now, this one, holy fuck is this one hard. I'm gonna try it, and you guys are just gonna laugh at me. Mamichlapinatapé. <laughs> <laughs> is a look between two people who both want something to happen, but with neither wanting to make the first move. Can you imagine trying to say that? Hey, baby, is it just me? Or is there some sort of... Oh, you're leaving? Oh, why is that? I lost all my confidence. I I was I could have sworn this Oh, there it is. There you go. This is going to be a good one. All right. And I'm sorry if you don't give a fuck. I, I care. I want to know how to say the stupid word. Mammal, a pineapple, a pie. Mammal, a pineapple, a pie. Mammal, a pineapple, a pie. Mammal, a pineapple, a pie pie Jeff. fun is that is that is that the one mammal a pineapple a pie that doesn't mammal a pineapple a pie <laughs> mammal a pineapple a pie oh that's actually pretty kind of easy mammal a pineapple a pie my, right mammal a pineapple and a pie hey my mammal a pineapple shut up youtube uh Mammal, a pineapple, a pie is a look between two people. There you go. See how much easier it is. If you just get someone sound it out, sound it the fuck. Nope. Don't you say it. I'm trying to go back to where I can actually Google the next word. Mammal, a pineapple, a pie is a look between two people who may be mammals and are interested in some sort of fruity pie. What is a scrogling? a small runty apple left on a tree after a harvest. Wow. Is that a scrotum? No, it's a scrogling. Um, a dictionary of Old English defines a spatherdab as a scandal monger who goes from house to house dispensing to news. Hey, sir, have you had the news? Get out of here, you spatherdab! Um, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm having fun with this. I'm sorry if you guys don't like it. Spatherd? Am I sorry? I'm not sorry. Sorry? I'm not sorry. What's the word for someone who's sorry but not sorry? Huh? Douchebag. Um, spatherdab. Spather. Dab. spather. Where the fuck? How to pronounce spatherdab? Oh, it's not fucking on here. Well, you know what? It's spatherdab then. Uh, another okay. There's two left, guys. Not a lot of them. Okay, I'm not going to subject you to a bunch of the shit. But I uh, don't need to write mini minimafidianism, right? Abyssidarian Abicider, amplomania. Uh, the easiest one I have is also the longest and craziest to look at. Mammal, a pineapple, a pie. Right. So, so second last one. We got another from Old English. A Pilger lick is a poor, ill dressed person, an object of pity or contempt. Right? So now you can actually talk shit to someone's face and, they're, and they'll never know what you're saying. A Pilger lick. What'd you say, I licked? Why don't you suck my pilgrer lick there, buddy? Right? Here we go. How do we say it? Hopefully it's Pilger lick. Pill hey, garlic. Pill garlic. Pill hey, garlic. All right. So, pill garlic. And then finally, the last one, and one more, a snoker is one who smells at objects like a dog. Huh? What's going on there, buddy? You got a little sniffing going on? You know? No, I got a, I got a problem. I'm a, I, I used to be a snoker. I used to be a smoker. Then when I quit, my sense came back, and now I'm a snoker. Oh, man, I'm taking in sense like never before. All right, guys, that's Uncle John's bathroom. You got to fuck yourselves. PortablePress.com, all sorts of great little things like that. Mammal, a pineapple, a pie. Mammal, a pineapple, a pie. That's a good that's really gonna kill the boner, right? When two people are looking between each other and they want something to happen, but no one wants to make the first move. What's up, baby? There's some serious mammal a pineapple a pie going on between us. Are you just always hungry? Why? Because I feel the mammal a pineapple a pie between us. Just go have something to eat. You're talking funny. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so check out their shit. Guys, Absolute Comedy, another big sponsor of this here podcast. All right, absolute comedy. Uh, I will be there at Kingston this week. All right, I I, you guys are listening to this podcast the same day that I am driving my ass to Kingston to headline baby. All right. Absolute comedy. Uh, what are we? November? I was gonna say August. We're fucking way past August, November 21st to 24th. Your boy, Jay Dub host of the one man podcast is headlining. Absolute comedy. Kingston guys, there's great shows going on all, all over, uh, absolute comedy, Ontario, Ottawa, Kingston, Toronto. What, what do you do? What do you do? How, how would you even know what's going on? Well, Who did I forget? Did I forget them? I don't forget them. You guys know they're my they're my they're my special little my special little child, my partner partners. You know what I'm saying? I am talking about DK's books, right? DK's books, pamphlets. They don't do pamphlets, all right. But speaking of uh of of remarkable books, hmm hmm, like DK's books, we actually have a book this week called Remarkable Books: The World's Most Beautiful and Historic Works. All right. So how do you, how do you figure out what books are worth reading? Right. I'm going to read you just just a little inside cover. It usually helps get me started, right? Finding someone who's smarter than me. Give a little bit of a description is what is the oldest complete printed document in the world? Mm-hmm. Which scientific book has defied convention for more than a century? What book sold all of its copies on the first day of publication? Remarkable Books examines more than 80 of the world's most celebrated and historically important written works. So it's not necessarily all books, of course, I'm adding that in. Uh, Spectacular features show... Why each of the books is considered influential, beautiful, groundbreaking, or thought-provoking. Every title is analyzed visually with annotated details that draw out key elements, setting in it context and enabling you to see it at its first reader as its first readers would have. Sorry, arranged chronologically from ancient texts such as the Art of War ah by Sun Tzu I know that, um to the stunning nineteenth century uh Jesus Audubon's Birds of America. Uh, Entries explore each title both as a historical artifact and a vehicle of change, illustrating the impact the books have uh, had on history and culture of Jesus Christ. I fell apart in that sentence. Uh, Birds of America entries explore each title's both as a historical artifact and a vehicle of change, illustrating the impact the books have had on history and culture over the centuries. So this book is pretty fucking spectacular. It's a nice big hardcover, lots of illustrations, as of course, DK is always known for, but I've really, uh, really, really uh, enjoyed learning about things that, you know, like I know about the art of war, mostly from quotes and little pieces of pop culture stuff, but there's sections in here on the dead sea scrolls and images of the dead sea scrolls, which I really, really, really liked. Um, and it does come through history chronologically, right? So you're going to see, um, sorry, the, the I've got the mic hanging over me. So if the book is so big, I'm whacking it into the mic as I play around with it, they've, they've got the doomsday book in here. And, and again, I, I really kind of like the idea because if you do a top 10 or top 20 or top 50 best books to read, they're probably not going to have Things like the Dead Sea Scrolls in them. You know what I mean? You're going to get books, but there's stuff by, you know, the the Codex. Oh God, I can't pronounce this. The Codex Lysiter. I've already put the laptop away. Don't worry. I'm not going to make you listen to it. Um, this one here, the epitome, it's spelled exactly like epitome. So I don't actually know if it's called the epitome or if it's called the epitome because I've heard people say both, but it could just be dumb people, right? Uh, we have a lot of really cool books in here. I love, I'm just looking at like the, the discoveries of witchcraft is in here too, which is super, super cool. You know what I mean? To see all of the different things that they have. I'm, I, I haven't finished it guys. I have been doing a lot, but I loved reading through it and just sort of, what I'll do with sometimes these books is I like to bounce around in them and a start with things that I, I know. And see sort of how they write them up, so I I can, I guess for starters as a barometer for myself is be able to see them and go okay now did they do it justice because I know this one, right? So I kind of want to know like, I I mean very rarely do I not like a DK work very rarely it does happen, but I I find that their larger stuff like this is usually done masterfully so I kind of like to read first and see something that I know and see what they say about it. Um, and and then decide for myself, like, okay, is that fair? Would I have said more? Again, now at the same time, too, some of these books they'll only do like a five-page thing, and not only are they giving you the history, but they're giving you the uh, the imagery. You get to take a look at it for yourself and kind of really play around with it and 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 get a good sense for what it is. So the whole idea is it's not trying to tell you the whole story, all right. But if you're somebody's like, why are there books that are are you know are considered such masterpieces, so historically significant things like that? You'll get an idea for them. And then, you know, it's, it's basically an incredibly elaborate, you know, top 80, top 100 kind of book is here's some things. If you really consider yourself cultured and you really want to be the kind of person who knows, you know, the most influential things, I'll give you this one. Here's a, here's a little shout out to, uh, the lady herself who I was just speaking to Crystal. Crystal is a big fan of, uh, Alice's adventures in wonderland and that's in here, Lewis Carroll. So it's significance as well right? So you might think, well, why is Alice in Wonderland? Well, it's a pretty fucking acid trippy kind of book, right? But it's, it's uh, a lot of imagination, a lot of things in it. And, uh, they talk about special prints of it and the inspirations and things like that. So all I could say, you know, and again, I'm getting the feedback from you guys. Here's what I want to know. Um, And I'll be honest with you because I do love DK and I love talking to people about them. Again, the roommates and people come over, I show them the books that DK has sent me. And I really do love sharing with it. I'm kind of in a spot where I I don't really know. I'm not a good, you know, I'm not a professional blogger or reviewer. So what I do is I read it and then I tell you guys what I think of it. But I worry sometimes that maybe I go on too long, but then sometimes I worry that it's not quite enough. So, um, I love them as a partner at the same time too. I actually really appreciate the fact that, that, you know, Whatever it is, I'm interested by them, they are more than happy to get it to me as quickly as possible so that I can enjoy it, and that I can talk to you guys about it. So I just want to do right by them and um and truthfully, at the end of the day, just just share with you guys my love of these books. So the remarkable books one is cool because again, as I read more and learn more, I do want to be cultured. I want to be that guy who's like, you know, hey, did you see this week's YouTube video of this, and did you watch this reality TV show? It's like, oh, also, did you happen to read that book that is so influential in our society today? I don't read, I don't read, but did you see the fat kid on the bike fall off the back of the pickup truck? You know? So anyways, I, I, uh, I've, I've been, I've had my eye on remarkable books for a while. Um, and it was just kind of like, I'd I'd be interested to see what's in there. So, so reading through it, um, and, and picking some titles up, I really like it. It's actually a really interesting thing. So rather than reading a hundred books, almost like if you're, if you're kind of like, I want to get more into reading, this is actually a really good start. You can look through it and see sort of what books and what titles and what writings have, have certain influences, certain places, and then go from there and be like, okay, well, I really like that one. Um, you know, what else should I read? So remarkable books, uh, shit. I put it too far away to read the side. It's, it's actually a beautiful cover too, guys. Check it out on, uh, on, on Instagram, Facebook, all that. I've got the postings of it there, or at least I should have it in the next couple of, couple of hours there. Um, the world's most beautiful and historical works. So, so take a look, they got everything, uh, you know, they got a bunch of Shakespeare stuff and, and leaves of grass and shit like that on there. So, uh, you know, have a peek there. Have a peek. Okay. Remarkable books by DK. That's my sponsors guys. Thank you so much to my sponsors. I love that you guys are out there. I love that you do what you do. Keep doing it. Keep sending me the stuff so I can give a simpleton's view on magical things. Um, coming up this week, guys, I am supposed to be doing a fucking kangaroo ride tomorrow to Kingston. I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to try to get Ubering done. I got to get laundry done. Um, I know, uh, what else do I have to do? (sighs) Guys, it never ends. It never ends. I, I try to put my phone down, but then someone will message and it's usually important shit. So I don't like to do it in the podcast, but ever since I was like, Oh, I can just put it on silent. It's a horrible thing. And you might be like, well, if you're at dinner with somebody, you would ignore your phone. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, I'd try, but I got to tell you this. Now that it's fucking, now that I have the Apple Watch, um, I'm doing very well. <laughs> now that I have the Apple Watch, uh, I get notifications on my wrist. So there's a little buzz, and immediately it'll tell me wh- who's messaging what. And I'll see a couple keywords and go, fuck, I got to get to this. So getting back to tomorrow, I'm doing, uh, I'm going to be driving Uber in the morning, come back, pack, and then hit my uh, Kangaroo ride up. But here's the thing I haven't got anyone booked for the, the thing. And I remember last time I told you guys I had an issue. Uh, where nobody booked, I tried to cancel, it wouldn't cancel, and then the next morning I had three people booked through Kijiji and two people booked through Kangaroo, and not enough fucking seats in my car. Um, luckily, it ended up working out. Two people from Kijiji didn't show, and then we just crammed everybody in the in the car. So we got everyone there. You know, I had someone else try to join. Anyway, whatever. Long story short, I'll be doing that. So hopefully, I'll wake up in the morning and I've got a car full of people who are throwing little monies my way to uh, to get their asses to Kingston. Um... And then uh, I'm in Kingston. I'm going to try to Uber in the mornings in Kingston, but I don't expect it to be anywhere near as busy as it is here in Ottawa. And uh, secondly, I'm headlining, man. I'm headlining. I do 45 minutes every night talking to the crowd, telling new jokes, having a great time, being a stand-up comic. And uh, really, I'm going to use every opportunity. I got two great comics, Leonard Chan and uh, Paul Beluit, who I'm going to be with. I can't wait to, to see those guys. Paul is a, is a good buddy of mine. Um, we've worked together so many different times in different cities and stuff. I love that guy. He's so much fun. And I cannot wait to see him this week. And Leonard Chan, I've actually done a few shows with. He's a great comic. I haven't been too close, but the three of us are living together for the next three days, four days, five days, four days, four days. Um, so that'll be fun. I got to get my shit together for that. Um, I'm I'm going to be doing some of those LCBO things this ye- this week. I'm still trying to figure out exactly how many of them I can do. And, uh, and, and if I'm going to be able to do them. But again, all that shit's whatever. Who cares? It's fucking bullshit. So email contact at one man podcast.com. I would love to hear from you, but guess what? If I don't I'm too fucking bad, I'm calling you. And I might even stump for some of you who think, well, you don't have my number. Well, guess what? I might have you on Facebook. I might fucking Facebook video chat you as a matter of fact, Facebook video chat is even better because we actually can have a more intimate conversation looking at each other, you know? So I might try to, I might try to fucking FaceTime you, but either way, touch and go that's happening. All right. I'm gonna be touching and going with you guys. So the first one was like 15 minutes long, but I'll try to make it shorter. I just kind of want to know what's going on with you. Find you chat with you. Maybe little little mini interview sessions. I can do them from anywhere. I don't care. You don't think I'll spend the fucking roaming if I'm out of the country. Yeah, I'll I'll roam. I'll roam your ass. You're worth it. I will invest in you. But if you, if you decide, you know what, I'll just send you an email. Leave me the fuck alone. Well, guess what? I'll tell you. That's, that's my deal to you. If you send me emails, Why am I threatening you? I got a bargain with you. It doesn't fucking matter. Cause I know I'm going to call Chris sometime soon. Chris will be on, on the news. I'm going to call, I'm going to call red. I'm going to call Tiff. All right. I'm going to be, I'm going to be checking in on you guys. Right. Touch and go. I mean, touch and go. I I've, I've used the term checking in, but there's another podcast where that's, that's literally how it's opened with, Hey, I'm just checking in on you. I don't want to steal that. Not that I'm stealing it, but I don't want to be accused of stealing that. So we're touch and go. That's the terminology that, uh, that I use with people when I'm texting, but I don't quite have an opportunity, you know, it's just basically, Hey, we're just touch and go, you know, send me a message. I'll send you back back when, when I get a chance, are you cool to touch and go text? I'm good to touch and go text. All right, cool. Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm touch and go basically just, just checking on you real quick, you know, see how you're doing and, uh, and then take off before, you know, I, I affect your life in the negative. So I'm looking forward to that as a new segment. You know, and uh, I think that's one that's going to stick around because it doesn't, uh, doesn't take me a whole lot of work in advance and, uh, it's a potential for a lot of fun. I might call someone and go, yeah, I'm busy right now. I can't talk. And then, uh, that's, that's the Dutch and go, you know, if in that case I might try, who knows, we'll see, but you guys will let me know if you like it or not. Uh, thank you. Portablepress.com, absolutecomedy.ca and dk.com slash com in the States. Uh, guys check out Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. All right. I'm doing some new stuff with the podcast in the sense that I'm trying to get, um, I'm trying to, uh, there's some complications with, with music, right? So even though monkey junk is amazing and they've given me permission to use their song, I've written permission. I can't post anything with music. Facebook mutes it or, you know, YouTube tells me that if anybody, if there's any kind of monetization that happens with the channel, that that's going to go to, you know, monkey junks, uh, production company, their producers, their label. So I'm like, okay, well I use like two minutes of their song and I talk for two hours. So that seems reasonable that, 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 so I'm trying to, to do things a little bit different so that the podcast is recorded independently of the music. And then the music gets added afterwards. I didn't want to do a whole lot of post-production, but since it kind of happens with conversion and offonic and, you know, adding in little things here and there later on. And of course, if I'm doing intros for episodes, there's going to be fucking post-production. It's just part of my life. So I may as well just make a version of the podcast that's audio only so that I can put it on YouTube. Uh, YouTube is like in episode 20-something, so I'm way behind posting episodes on YouTube. But hopefully I can start doing that with uh, with no music, no audio, like no audio in terms of, of shit that they're going to bitch at me about. And uh, and maybe I can turn my channel into something a little fucking uh, profitable. All right? But I will ask you guys, if you're listening to this somewhere where you're not subscribing or you're just streaming, whatever, uh, give it a subscribe, all right? It, uh, it helps me out. I can get... Uh, you know, I, I, appreciate it. It draws more people. The more people are downloading it, the more it gives attention to uh, the podcast on different things I've applied to be on Spotify. So your, uh, your favorite one man podcast will be available on Spotify soon. Hopefully I'm waiting for the approval. Um, and leave a review if you're on, you know, uh, podcast app, iTunes, Google play music, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the ones that we're on blueberry, uh, you know, try to, try to just give it a little five stars and be like, Hey, Josh. Yay. And that's it. It's just something simple. Again, it helps drive more traffic to the podcast. I'm loving that this is being downloaded. We've been downloaded in over 50 countries, guys. That's fucking awesome. I don't know if anyone's listened to it. It could be robots that are downloading it just as as ways to try to steal my information. Who knows? I I might be incredibly ungrateful for this someday. But in the meantime, I'm happy. I smile ear to ear knowing that uh, my voice has been in more countries than I ever will be. Um, So thank you for each and every one of you that listens, you know that I love you guys very, very much. Um, And keep listening, uh, you know, in in further weeks. I hope that uh, the holiday season treats you guys well. Check out uh, Elf on the Shelf stuff on uh, Pinterest and whatnot. Um, All sorts of fun shit. Guys, I'm excited for the holidays. I'm excited for you uh, being out there and I'm excited to have stories to tell you again in the future. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you again next week.
2: Rhythm, grace, and heaven have one man